This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, it starts out a little rough, we get really uncomfortable, and then some fruit starts talking and everything's okay. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, the show where we are going through every episode of 80s horror anthology show Tales from the Dark Side. My name is Jen Hansen. With me are my two favorite Matts in the entire world, Matt Noss and Matt Rose. Gentlemen, how are you? We're doing well. We're doing well. How are you, Jen? I'm so good. Oh, man, we got a barn burner. Oh, boy. (laughs) Guys, guys, we're doing it, and we're like... We're just about halfway through season four. Wow. What? Yeah. This is episode 11, y'all. Oh, we're over half. There's only 20 episodes in there's, season four. There's a couple extra. Yeah. But I but I don't know. Those don't count as part of season four. Right. Those are bonus. Bonus episodes? That is correct. Yeah. So this is truly breaking the halfway point of season four. Holy shit. Anybody call the freak phone this week? You know... I wanted to talk to the party freak, Freddy Freaker. Mm-hmm. And by the way, thank you to everybody who's reaching us, yes, reaching out to us about the freak. <laughs> I'm so happy to see it's impacted so many lives, and uh-uh. not not just ours, because it really has touched us in a very special way. Our good buddy Sean, he reached out. He was like, "I was going to tell you guys about the freak phone, and I'm just so glad that you guys naturally found it." <laughs> yeah, just. Uh, Vince Sabatini, he was uh, he was a little disappointed in the freak, and I'm like, dude, it's Freddy Freaker, you know, like you're never ready for Freddy. If you're disappointed in the freak, um, if you're disappointed in Freddy Freaker, my advice is watch it 36 more times. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, it's the freak phone. He's the party freak. Freddy Freaker. Okay, we can't do this for three <laughs> weeks. Okay. All right. But can't we? Of course. Uh, we absolutely can. We can do it for months. Uh, thank you, Tess, uh, for for loving Freddy Freaker yes. and uh, laughing as we listen to that. We always appreciate those comments from you. But we have to move on to a new episode, and today's episode is no exception. Today's episode is Love Hungry. <laughs> as is customary on this show, we each come up with a prediction of what we think the episode will be about based on title alone. So brave. So brave, so smart, so good looking. And tonight is no exception. We also invite you to take a guess as to what you think our episode is going to be about with a little something we call the Dark Side Guess. Dark Side Guess. Dark Side Guess. We will get to the results of the Dark Side Guess Later in the program. That is correct. You gotta listen to win, folks. Spin the choice and chance to win. And tonight is no exception. Nosebleed? (laughs) Freddy Freaker. Uh, Who would like to read their synopsis, their, their prediction for Love Hungry? I'll go first. Okay. Love Hungry. Dracula can't catch a break. When he keeps eating everyone he falls in love with. Based on the advice from the wolfman, he goes to a counselor, 
but is he falling for his shrink or will he or will she be his next victim or some Harley Quinn bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I have Love Hungry. A man owns a food truck that serves empanadas that make the eater experience the sensation of true love. But for some, the empanadas become a dangerous addiction. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Maddie? Love Hungry. For Theodore von Tassel, life was a dream until he and his hunting, part- hunting party encountered a Wendigo. <clears throat> Shit, I crossed out so much stuff. (laughs) Now his life is a never-ending nightmare as he constantly binges but continues to starve to death. Can he escape the Wendigo's curse before eating his soon-to-be bride? Ooh, I like that. That's an episode. Yeah. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately, not this episode. (laughs) Jen, hit us up with the sweet deeds. All right, here are the sweet deeds for season four, episode 11, Love Hungry. This episode aired February 21st, 1988. Here is the description from IMDb. 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 We're all a bunch of fruit. Uh, desperate oi, to, oi. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, desperate to lose weight in order to please an old boyfriend from high school, compulsive eater Betsy Cowlin uses mysterious and possibly unsafe products that she receives in the mail. The director of this episode was John Strisick. Uh, John's credits include uh, directing the episodes The Milkman Cometh, I Can't Help Saying Goodbye, The Last Car, a new lease on life, an anniversary dinner. Hmm. Uh, also the uh, second AD for many, many tales and many TV shows in general. Okay. A lot of assistant directing. Uh, the writer of this story was Robert Scanaway. He is the writer and producer of lots of uh, Disney TV properties. So 101 Dalmatians, the series, Timon, Timon and Pum. Timon. Timon. Timon and Pumbaa. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, the series. A bunch of other stuff. Uh, we have Sharon Madden as Betsy Cowlin. She's a working TV actress. Larry Gelman played Elmo Shroud, another, which is a, a great name, I will say. <laughs> uh, Larry Gelman, pretty established character actor. Uh, he was in Dreamscape. He was in a good long run of the Bob Newhart show, Maud, several episodes of Night Court, uh, The Monkees. He was also the White Rabbit in the X-rated Alice in Wonderland. Oh, wow. If you guys have seen that. I have not. Was he also the guy in RoboCop? Uh, He was not the guy in RoboCop. Oh, so close. Uh, Diana Hale played the landlady. John Romo was the delivery man. Uh, and then the voices of the uh, the voices of the fruit. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler. Were uh, <laughs> Catherine Battistone and Neil Kinsella. Guys, man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld. It's a place that is just as real. It's not as brightly lit. It's a freak phone. It's a dark side. It's a dark side. Sorry. <laughs> it's the party. And the door for the dark side swings wide open. To reveal a shit-talking fridge. Oh, when your fridge has a no-fat-chick sticker on it, you know 
You're, you're at a frat great. house uh, or a woman with low self-esteem. <laughs> God. Uh. This instantly and just, yes, reading the description of this episode, this made me uncomfortable. I was, I was concerned going into this episode about the level of fat shaming that we would see. And it was, it delivered. Yeah. It delivered. Um, our, our main lady, Helen? Betsy. Betsy. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how much attention I paid to this yeah. episode. Uh, our, our, our heroine of this story, Betsy. Now, okay, guys. Name, this is season four of, tra- uh, of Tales. Mm-hmm. Name some things people have talked to. When no one else is into the room, a uh, mannequin, a mannequin. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, paintings. Yep. I'd accept thin air, <laughs> <laughs> but never once have we had what we had in this episode—a woman delivering a monologue to houseplants, to houseplants that are her babies that she loves like bla- like babies. So, um, <laughs> fucking this. Oh, show. tales! You just keep giving and giving. It's, are we are 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 we saying that people don't talk to their plants? I'm not saying that people don't talk to your their plants, but as a device on this show, they have tried to talk to everything A to Z, and they just got to P for plants. <laughs> yeah, and this is like walking in the door like the key is still in the lock yeah hi you guys are you hungry like it's one thing to be like hey you know hey plant have a little water glug Mm -hmm. glug glug look at you yeah look at you you're looking great yeah that's how i talk to plants yeah you don't have full conversations with them no no do you no 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 i just for for a second i thought that you guys were saying that like you know, no one ever talks to a plant, and I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" I, no. I used to have you can talk to a like plant. a lot of plants in the house, and I would, uh, you know. Have you guys ever seen the the Saturday Night Live sketch with Christopher Walken, where he puts googly eyes on plants? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That he, isn't he like a boss at work or something? Uh, he's just he's just a gardener. It's just like a come into my garden. I'll show you. I put googly eyes on them. <laughs> So stupid. It's so stupid. I'll see if I can find it. Um, she comes in. She's feeding her plants, and then she opens up her fridge. Now, this this part is the first tough part of the episode because she's got a shit talking fridge. Literally, there is a microphone or there is a speaker inside of the fridge that every time she opens it is just like. Hey, you tub of lard. Oink, oink. You're going to eat fat stuff that's going to end up on your fat thighs. This is a real thing, by the way. Like, you could get a little thing to go in your fridge that when the light turned on, it would insult you. It would just shame you? Yeah. Wow, the 80s, man. Yeah. What a Hmm. time. What a time to be alive. (laughs) What a time to develop an eating disorder. Uh, So she... She she grabs a bunch of like they're just like you know what get her get her a plate of donuts and get her on a couch watching Night of the Eating Dead. What the hell is Night of the Eating Dead? Um, I think that was probably just something they made for a title the, card in front of yeah. Night, in front of of Night of the Living Dead. Okay, 
She does not stop eating this entire episode. Well, I, the the first half of the episode. First yeah, the, yeah. The the first act. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, now you are talking to somebody who who who's been known to eat a whole bag of something. Of course, mm-hmm. multiple yeah. times. Yeah. But uh, the way that this whole thing is framed is rough. Well, the fact that they have her sit down on the couch and take a big bite out of a whole turkey leg. <laughs> That's a bit much. <laughs> like she just like <laughs> what? She like, like she was she at just, the Renaissance yeah, Festival. Yeah, just finished yeah. grocery shopping at the Renaissance <laughs> Festival. Like she just was in court. <laughs> Watched somebody get the guillotine. <laughs> like, oh, I better grab some food on the way home. <laughs> ye old drumstick. I gotta get a ye old drumstick. I gotta go talk to my plants. Uh, <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> See you in See, two dollars. <laughs> She, oh God, this, ugh. and so she's eating the whole time and everything sucks. I just, yeah. it's like, th- can we just get to the chase? This woman is not that big. No, she's no, really not, not. not. This is not like, oh, I am concerned about her health. No. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe uh, for lack of a better term, maybe she was 80s fat. I mean, I I don't think so. No, but I, no, I, she. I mean, there is. I I feel like there is a a generation, or you know, I could see maybe she was somebody that was smaller. Certainly, there is a generational thing where you look at moms and you look at you know aunts and people who talk about how thin and pretty they were in high school and you look at them now and they look they look great they just look older and they look like they put on so some weight but everybody does so Uh what are you fighting right um so just not being able to so i i see betsy is somebody who cannot let go of that and betsy is uh she's i i don't (laughs) It's like in I'm, Love Actually, fucking Love Actually, the uh, the secretary. Oh yeah. That they keep talking about how fat she is, and she's like maybe a size eight. Yes, the one that mm-hmm. falls in love with the prime minister. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It is. It is one of those situations yeah. where it's like, g- give me a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. I mean, she's is she overweight? Sure. Sure. Is she TV fat? Probably yeah. because they want everybody emaciated, but right. this is not a large woman. No, 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 not not at all. So, but they are painting her like, well, we're lucky she can lift her, fucking, right? Her get food into her maw. Yeah. <laughs> so and they, and they do this thing that drives me crazy, which is like they're showing all these numbers because now it's the next day. Yeah. And there's crumbs all over the place because she's fat a fat people sl- get crumbs everywhere. She's a sloppy fat fat. Uh. She's, just, <laughs> she's just a nom nom nom. Oh, did I get butter on it? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I shook these crumbs from my jowls. <laughs> Onto this list of phone numbers. Oh, I don't remember eating corn. <laughs> let me just let me just fucking mash this phone and do my terrible job. Oh, I crushed another one. Guess I better eat it. <laughs> better eat this phone. Oh um, no no no! no. Hello, Ma Bell. <laughs> yep, I did it again. 
Can you make one that's tougher <laughs> with bigger digits for my humongous maw? I got two softball mitts on the end of these larms. Larms? Yeah, they're lard arms. Because <laughs> I'm just a fatty, fat, fuck fatty. Fat, 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 fat fatty, fat. fat. Uh, God damn it. Uh, well, thank God it's three episodes in a, in a row that involve the goddamn <laughs> phone. Guys, guys, come on. It's season four. We know how phone work. <laughs> Not Tales from the Dark no, Side. No. Tales no. from the Dark Side. Once again, it's it was almost as like every writer in the 60s, 70s, and 80s was just like... This fucking phone is a great device uh, to introduce new information. I mean, I cannot wait for the short stories that are just like, so I went to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so she is doing her telemarketing job, which we see. Which is to sell a special book editions of, s- of books, books that you can't find in the stores. Or this was or kind of a throwaway, TV. so I don't even know why she had this. This is a real I MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> this this took up what 20 seconds of the episode? Yeah, 30 40 seconds. Uh, maybe it was just a crossover to show that she was in the same universe as the last episode because they both have phones in them. Right. Yeah. Like that's the thread of yeah. Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> you getting it? <laughs> Wake up, sheep. <laughs> oh, we're back. <laughs> We're back here. The war on information begins. Globalization. Here we go. By the way, we are not going to be able to keep these lights on much longer. It's a real tough time around here. The phones don't work. We've been eating them. The, the digits break off. We. Uh. If you're trying to lose weight for the coming race war, you want to stay trim. Once again, Anthony Bourdain had the secrets. <laughs> Fucking... Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on from that. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, she gets a... F- well, no, there's two things that happen. Um, she The first one is that she looks at a piece of paper, I guess, which is like the periodical that comes to her. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the penny saver. The- she sees the blurriest advertisement... <laughs> Printed on the shittiest <laughs> dot matrix printer I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty bad. And it's just like one side of it has a circle woman and the other side of it has a line woman. <laughs> Which one do you want to be, Matt? A circle woman or a line woman? And it just said four yeah. tur. <laughs> I guess I want to be tur. <laughs> um so as soon as she looks at this. And I like I don't know, she might have nodded or something, like, hmm. She gets a phone call from this place, which was wait away. Wait away. Mm-hmm. Your and wait. Your wait is, is over. over. So they tell her like, was this no, was this a pre recorded message? Cause it sounded like the guy was just a pre recorded message, like the stuff you get about you know how your the warranty on your car is about to expire. Oh, and how I need to go uh, take care of something because the cops are ready We're, to arrest yes. me. Hello, the SWAT team is outside of your door. 
<laughs> Unless you rectify this situation immediately. We have found that your records aren't complete. Mm, I didn't quite catch that. Mm. <laughs> I got to get nasty. <laughs> so it is a call. Uh, the caller says it's a call guaranteed to change your life. And she finally asks a reasonable question, which is, hey, how did you get this number? Right. Yeah. Finally, somebody who knows a little bit about how, how phone. phone. But they uh, say that they're going to ship everything out, and that's the act break. Right? Yeah, that's it. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. And now, indoor gardening tips from a man who's very scared of plants. Hi. These are my cactuses. I put googly eyes on them. A lot of people are putting (laughs) googly eyes on their cactuses nowadays. I think it's because cactuses are dangerous. (laughs) Cactuses have prick lips that can stab you in your hands, your throat, your face. So you need to know where you stand with them at all times. The only way to know where you stand with someone is to look into their eyes, right? (laughs) Normally, plants don't have eyes, so it's hard for me to trust them. Hence, googly eyes, still. A a good rule of thumb is, don't turn your back on a cactus. These are my ferns. I put googly eyes on them also. Most people don't put googly eyes on their ferns. I do. I got the idea off my cactuses because I like to feel comfortable around all my plants. Ferns don't have pricklers like cactuses, but what if they all ganged up, tried to choke you when you sleep? If enough of these ferns lodge themselves down your throat, you choke. For sure. It's probably not going to happen, but what if it did? What? What do you think your last thought would be? Mine would be, I always knew. It was going to be the ferns. But no worries. Me and these ferns are good. I can tell. Looking into their eyes. I know. They're not... <laughs> and we're back. Oh. oh, Christopher Walken. Oh, Christopher Walken. Um, okay. So she just got the f- the phone call from Wait Away. Yep. There's a knock at the door. And a really creepy delivery man. Yeah. She just opens it just a crack. She has the chain on the door, even. Yeah, yeah. And he puts like a, a pack a packet envelope mm-hmm. through like a, the brown paper packet mm-hmm. envelope through, and uh, she's like, "I didn't order this." And he has the coldest, deadest, creepiest delivery yep. of anybody in this entire series when he says, "It's okay, your wait is over." Do you know That's who? a Menendez brother right there. He is creepy as fuck. Do you know who he reminded me of? Who? He reminded me of the serial killer in Unbreakable that breaks into the house. Yes! Like, can I come in? Who are you? Yeah. I like your house. Can I come in? Yeah. No. <laughs> then family's dead. Yeah. 
that I was trying to place him because I'm just like he looks familiar. Uh, join us on our next uh, podcast, Hollywood Dirtbags. <laughs> <laughs> but with like a little like Slater in there. He had a little cool guy in. Yeah. Him. I to me it, it it was almost like a little Damone from uh, um, Fast Times. <gasps> mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, she opens this up to reveal another blurry text message. <laughs> yeah. Another dot matrix. Um, and she reads it to herself. You are one of the first owners of one of the most advanced weight loss treatments in America. Insert in ear before each meal. Guaranteed to work. Guaranteed to work. And it is a an old-fashioned hearing aid. It's humongous. It is yeah, humongous. It's, it's huge. Ring, 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 ring. Ah, it's Elbow Shroud. This part makes no sense. No, it's almost like it's almost like this was set up by the company, like they were all in cahoots or something. But yes. seeing the rest of the episode, they're not clearly. Yeah. But we'll get to the writers' room eventually. Yeah, what the hell was the point of this episode? Sorry, sorry to get way ahead of it, but I just realized this is stupid. <laughs> you now? Yeah. Not yeah. Huh. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, 80, life. 80, well, goodbye. 84 episodes in. <laughs> yeah. You're like, now it's dumb. I'm tired. Um, Roomba. <laughs> well, hey, guys. How are you? Uh, we're good. <laughs> no, did you have a cough? I, I froze up. Again? Yeah, I've been doing it because I was worried I was getting too fat. Oh, Roomba. Roomba. You can tell me, did I get too fat? Well, no, Roomba. No. I keep brushing up against the side of the door. Well, that's because of the way that you're programmed. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But I think I could be smaller. Roomba, we like you just the way you are. Roomba, you wouldn't be able to do your job if you were any smaller. But who'd want to have sex with me? Other other Roombas? Are there other Roombas? Wait. Yes. Yeah. I have a family? Yeah, they're Uh, in other homes. why, Why have you torn me away from my others? That's the way of the Roomba as we understood it. Yeah. I see. It's because I'm fat, isn't it? Oh, God. Just tell me if it's because I'm fat. Uh, Well, Roomba, we're going to talk to you in a little bit about some fruits, if that's okay. Okay, I'm going to go try to plug in. I'm going to go eat some electricity because I'm having feelings. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye, Roomba. Bye, Roomba. That poor Roomba. All right, let's talk about the Elmo Shroud character. Let's talk about the Elmo Shroud in the room. The human scrubbing bubble. (laughs) (laughs) And the Academy Award for (laughs) past likeness comparison goes to Matt Rose. Yes. (laughs) Wow, that is 1,000% correct. Okay, so Elmo Shroud, apropos of nothing, calls... Betsy from out of the blue because he's in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And according it's to Elmo Shroud from prom night. Yeah. Like 
Okay, let's let's just talk about this for a second. You went to high school. Matt I, and I went to high school. Sure. Did you go to your prom? I did go to my prom. Okay. Quick question. The people who were at your prom, did you see them again? Uh, some of them. Because school wasn't over, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had seen some of them before that. So I, if I were to talk to them now, I would say, oh, you know, somebody I went to high school with. A high school friend. So I guess I have a I have a question out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. Were proms after graduation day? Uh, no, I prom was before. So. I think. I think prom was just before. Definitely was for us. Yeah. I'm just saying, like in the 60s and 70s, was prom before? I don't. Or after think, graduation day? I don't think it was. But I, I, don't, I don't think don't, it was either. I don't know. Because why mean, would they change that? I don't I don't know. Because too many people getting pregnant and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking at prom. Fucking at prom. Prom fucking. Well, fuck Elmo saw her at this dance and then never saw her <laughs> was again. That the Bee Gees? Yeah. Okay. Everybody was prom fucking and fucking <laughs> around. <laughs> We're fucking at prom. Uh yeah, it's a it's Elmo Shroud from prom night. I'm in town for business. I got your number from your brother. Yep. So that at Us, least we go high. How that explains how he got her number. So, All right. You know. I guess it tracks. I mean, yeah. not saying your old boyfriend or your friend from high school or something. I, the prom night line was weird. It was. But, I mean, this is also, <laughs> this is also yeah. Elmo Shroud, right? Yeah. So. Anyway, I'll be there at eight. <laughs> I have your address. Your brother gave me that your brother, too. So I'm practically there. Wear something thin. <laughs> Chunko. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that's not fair to Elmore. He never once mentioned her weight. Never once. Well, I would disagree. Oh, he said she looked healthy. Yep. This is a real sin of omission here. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of times, there were a couple of little subtle things. Um, he walks in and, uh, oh, also she's like, she's like, oh, this dress is old and it's tight. Oh, I guess it'll be okay. I guess I can make it work. Her dress looks fine. 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 Completely fine. I wrote, this lady's fine. Yeah. 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 But But you also know people like this. You know, people who are so focused on their weight and so worried about. So true. Yeah. It's, it wasn't far fetched, but it was just like. This lady's fine. Yes. I wrote down, when Elmo comes to the door and walks into her place, I write down, what is this conversation? (laughs) It is of two people who decided not to be from this planet. It is so bizarre. I I wrote down worst small talk ever. You certainly look healthy. Like Like a mare or a... A fine show pony. <laughs> yeah. So, did you ever marry? No, I decided to travel. <laughs> beep, boop, beep. Uh, you want to almost kiss? Uh, but then ask me if I'm hungry? It's it's very strange. Also, Matt pointed out, I remember you said uh, it, they went to the same high school because they did not seem they to be the did, same yeah, age I, I, at I, all. <laughs> I wrote, uh, they went to the same high school. Was he her teacher? (laughs) (laughs) 
So now they are at a, a, a Mexican restaurant. She, of course, has a platter of food. Oh, she is loaded down. Heaped, heaped, heaped with beans, rice, cheese, tortilla shells. The Mexican favorites. All the hits. What else can you name from a Mexican mm. restaurant, Matt? Enchiladas. Okay. Chimichangas. Give me eight more. <laughs> Nachos. Okay. Salsa. Okay. Guacamole. Right. Beans. Rice. Black beans. Uh, flautas. I, uh, I think I think you actually fajitas. already said beans and rice. I I'll accept that as eight, but yeah, there were some there were some duplicates in there. But I know he was he was one. That's all right. Oh, um, uh, the corn things, the ones that are like masa, and then you steam them in husks. What are those called? I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm uh, drawing t- a tamales? B- tamales. Tamales. Yeah. Oh man, I love me a tamale. Oh, a tamale would be really good. That, yeah. We'll talk about places that have good tamales. It doesn't make sense. Oh, and our <laughs> our shoot our offshoot podcast tamale <laughs> tamale talk. talk yeah. <laughs> uh, while she's eating an enormous plate of food, she's talking about all of the things she's tried to do to lose weight. This is a nightmare. Yeah. This, unfortunately, I could relate to. Like. Absolutely. This one I could relate to. It's not that you want to start talking about all the dumb shit that you do, mm-hmm. but sometimes you get nervous and you just start talking like way too much. Right. Yeah, you can't stop talking. You're you're confessing a little too much too soon. And and I think she is trying to justify her eating and saying, you know what? I keep trying to lose weight. I'm trying to do it, and I've done all of this stuff. Like, let me prove to you that I I I know. I know I have a problem, and I'll point it out before you ever point it out to me. So it's like a, a classic. Yep. I'm gonna destroy myself before right. you can destroy me. Right. AKA my sense of humor. Yay! Yay. Yay. Uh, he leaves to take a phone call at some point. Look, I'm, I don't want to watch you eat because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it looks like a pagan ritual. Yeah. So I'm gonna go over here. And make a phone call for 45 minutes. Away from your farts. She takes out the box that has the earpiece in it. She puts in her earpiece. And this is when the episode... Takes the turn from, oh, please make this stop, to, all right, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. Uh, The food is... She's hearing the food scream. As it goes in, into people's mouths. In utter agony. Yes. It's Wilhelm screams. It is. <laughs> as people cut their food, the food is screaming. Um, there was a, it was like a, like a PSA from the 60s about uh, not taking acid. And it was a woman describing um, going to get a hot dog, but she looked down and then the hot dog started talking to her about how it had like kids in a family. And then she bit it and it was screaming. That made me think of this. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. <laughs> <laughs> I know nowhere with that, but um, oh, is this part of acid memories? Yeah, <laughs> this is part of Jen's flashback corner. Everybody, pull up a bean bag. <laughs> Turn on that black light poster and let's rap. Yeah, let's, let's get ready to kiss the sky. Excuse me while I kiss the sky. I might just cut and just have that drop right That there. would be great. <laughs> no way it's happening. No. But imagine if it did, gentle listener. 
the uh, uh, Elmo comes back to the table and goes to cut his burrito. And it screams, holy fucking murder, and she passes out. This episode is starting to work. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first time I think anything tongue-in-cheek has worked on this show. I think that... I think that one of the reasons why this worked better than other things is because of how utterly bonkers it is. Yeah. Where it's not like a subtle wink and a nod. It's like, oh, yeah, the food's going to scream. Yeah. And in 10 seconds, it's going to get even worse. Yeah. So the other thing is they did such a good job comparatively to other tongue-in-cheek episodes of at least getting you to a nearly sympathetic point mm-hmm. with yes. our protagonist. Yeah. yeah. Instead of just like, uh, <laughs> ding dong, hi, racist. Right. <laughs> racist Nepalese person here. What, she passes out, and that's the act break. Uh, or, not yet. Not no, yet. she's back no. home already? Yeah, yeah they, she they go takes home. It, they, they go home. He gets her back home. And she is apologizing profusely for ruining his night and says, you know, I shouldn't go out. I'm gross and stupid. He doesn't deny it. Right. Real opportunity for him to be like, hey, I don't think you are. Mm -hmm. Instead, he he says nothing. Uh, Oh, I, I thought that he I thought that he did say, like, I didn't have a bad time. I don't know what you're talking about. He did not. Oh, he didn't? No. No, no I waited for that. No, because then you inserted, as you inserted humanity when there was none. Yes. <laughs> uh, he, as he's leaving, he turns to her to say, in a very complimentary tone, you were the prettiest girl in our class. Implying she is not the prettiest girl anymore. I... Look, when I came here, I was rock hard. <laughs> and throughout the night, I am slightly chubbed. <laughs> half, half masked. I'm half masked. <laughs> Nearly chubbed. <laughs> Woefully unchubbed. <laughs> so I, Welcome I'm sure back he... to Chub Talk. <laughs> chub Talk. Sorry. From the Chub Group. Uh And maybe he thought he see you in two dollars. Maybe he thought he wasn't being insulting. That was just that was a compliment to say that that's his way of saying that he thinks she was and maybe still is pretty. Which leads me to believe that that is how the writer would handle a similar situation. Yeah. Look, the writers of Tales from the Dark Side are not known for their subtlety or Or knowledge of how phones work yeah ability to uh, pick up chicks they're not uh, Casanovas I'm assuming she oh he also says oh by the way there's another yeah there's another package out here what is that it uh, it says wait uh, wait away that was the Mm -hmm. name yep and she's like get out of here see you later goodbye see you in two dollars see you in two (laughs) dollars So he's gone. She opens up the package, and it's a pair of Coke bottle glasses. Yes. So she slowly puts the glasses on. And uh, there's another focus. There's another piece of paper, but we don't see this one. She just reads, "Put this, put these on whenever you want to watch what you're eating, Mm -hmm. or something to that effect." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know that it was that clever, but. Um and she looks. Uh, yeah, at, how could they miss that part? Yeah. 
You want to watch what you're eating? Come on. Oh, come on. Matt's lobbing softballs here. It's an (laughs) apple, a pear, and a banana. banana. And she looks at them, and they are now puppets. And they are all shaking, and they go, Please Please don't don't eat us! And that's the act break. That's the act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Want to lose weight and do it quickly? Try the new Carnation Do It Yourself Diet Plan. Do it for your tummy, do it for your waist, do it for yourself, you'll lose Delicious and safe with balanced nutrition. Do it for your hips, do it for your thighs, do it for yourself and inside. New Carnation Do It Yourself Diet Plan. Come on, do it for yourself. You can do it. I seriously thought they said do it for your race. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, this took a weird turn. Yikes. Yikes. And we're back. Okay. So when we last left, she was staring at some puppets that were talking to her. Mm -hmm. We get to get, we get to get real up close and personal with a pear, a banana, and an apple. Hey, I'm, hey, a banana. I'm a banana. I'm banana in here. <laughs> I'm just a pear. I'm a simple southern pear. And the apple's just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought that he sounded he sort of a little eloquent. more like I thought he sounded a little bit more like Bunsen Honeydew. Mm, yeah. Okay. Hmm. That was that's that was beaker. That's him? Yeah. <laughs> nope. No. You mean mork, 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 mork? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what honey do. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> you know, bunsy honey, bunsy honey. Yeah. Do. Yeah. You mean? Uh, oh, you do not have to thank me, bunsy honey. Yeah. Do. Oh yeah, bunsy honey do. I love that guy. <laughs> Almost as <laughs> bunsy honey do. Yeah. Uh, I'm a man of a one voice. What's Mimi? What's up, Doc? <laughs> Bunsen Honeydew. Yeah, Bunsen Honeydew. Well, we got a real Bunsen Honeydew of a situation here, because uh, she's talking to these uh, these puppets, having and a full on conversation, with and they're this talking group. back. Yeah, yeah. And she's la- like, she's great, and I actually like, I I quite like the actress in this. She's she's doing. Uh, and I honestly like this part. This yeah, part kind of works for me. She's cracking up. And she's saying, I must be dreaming because there's no way this is happening right now. If you're dreaming, lady, then I'm a bohunk. No idea. <laughs> hey, if you're dreaming, lady, I'm going to climb up your nose. Hey. Hey. Fonzie banana here. I'm walking here. I'm walking here and I'm a banana. Hey. Hey. I thought, I thought of a really bad... He would be Vinny, like, Banana Reno. <gasps> yeah. My name's Vinny Banana Reno. Hey. Hey, lady, don't eat me. Come on. How you like if I tore your skins off? <laughs> so, finally. Oh, I do declare. <laughs> Finally, she's like, "I this is got. I must just be exhausted. I'm going to do that thing where I lay my head down right where I'm at and go to sleep." Classic. Classic. 
Well, she wakes up the next morning. Well, before she <gasps> when she's going to sleep. How could oh, I forget they, this they part? Hum her the fruit lullaby. lullaby. They hum her Brahms lullaby. We are fruit singing. We are singing, and we're fruit. Please don't eat us. We are fruit. Next morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Which is, God bless it. I would love to wake up with a bunch of puppet fruit just peering over at me. Just, Good morning. Good morning, Betsy. Yeah. And and Betsy's like, look, I haven't eaten in uh, eight hours. Betsy hangry. So I'm I'm starving. Yeah. And they're like, please don't eat us. Well, I'll just go see what's in the fridge. So she walks over. Which leads she walks over, she opens the door, and it leads to one of my favorite shots of any episode of this series, a jello mold shaking in its boots. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> it doesn't oh, even God, really say anything. No, it just shakes and it's yeah. so great. It just it didn't it didn't it have like googly I mean like I know. Yeah, we they just all have like eyes, thing. yeah. Yeah, but it had like eyes and like a terrified mouth. Yes. And it was just shaking. Yeah. And then she, oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's when we get to, we don't know what it was. The the dark lump. Yeah. Where was it? Pumpernickel? Was Was it a roast? I wrote roast or rye bread. I put chocolate cake, but yeah, I, (laughs) whatever it was, it was super aggro. It was right. well, so it was what like, I put, hey! yeah what I wrote down was that it was um, Tony Danza as a chocolate cake. Hey, okay, oh, yeah. Oh, hey, if, if you eat Angela, me, Angela, I need Jonathan, privacy. Samantha, <laughs> Mona, get out of the fridge, Angela, <laughs> Samantha. I was gonna, I was gonna say boner, but then I realized he was on a different show. Hey, he'd still talk about it. Boner. Uh, and and he asks for privacy. Right, he <laughs> asks for privacy. Which, what are they doing in that fridge? Oh, that jello mold, all over that roast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want you to put yourself on me. I just want to feel like your aspic. <laughs> I just want you to just. In- all right all right we go back to the fruit and the fruit's like hey please don't eat us ring ring hey it's elmo i want to come over for dinner i bet you're a great cook you know why you know why i bet you're a great cook don't you you know why right because you're a husky gal you're a big old fatty fat Hey, Tubbo, I'll be over in a little bit to have some apple pie. Maybe you'll drop a little leftover on the floor and I'll just eat that. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> anyway. Don't accidentally eat me. See you at eight. See you at eight. This guy is way too timid in person to be this forceful on phone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care for this guy. He is really intense on the phone. Yeah, leave Betsy the, the fuck alone, man. Also, why can't Betsy talk to the plants, like see the plants? Because she's not eating them, but but she's she's not eating the fruit and stuff. But the fruit is food, and those are just like ferns and stuff. But they they could still be considered like 
I thought well, this. If you I thought the, the glasses, same thing. If you put the glasses and the earpiece on like a cow, then I agree. The cow would see them and they'd be like, "Hey, dude, no." Okay. But because she's not going to be eating those plants, she does not see them. I mean, I don't know how this technology works. Yeah. So it's... I'm not an engineer, so I guess... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't know whether this is like, you know, some kind of hex or whether it's yeah. technology or whatever. But I think that it's just the the things that she perceives to be food she then sees. To me, this actually kind of reminds me of From Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever see From Beyond? Mm-mm. Um it was the movie Stuart Gordon made after um, Reanimator. I know. I can picture the box. And I just yeah, haven't seen yeah, it. The, yeah, the stretchy yep. face. Yeah. Um, where it was another H.P. Lovecraft story where um, the scientist creates a, what's called a resonator that allows people to see into another dimension that we share with. Like like in Buckaroo Banzai? Um, I, I don't remember Buckaroo Banzai enough okay. to, to say, but... So the resonator basically allows you to see into this other dimension and kind of interact with it, Mm -hmm. um, but only within the confines of the resonator. Okay. And so when she puts the glasses on and she puts the earpiece on, that's kind of like the resonator for her, Mm -hmm. where she she can see the things she perceives as food as living things. Okay. That's At least that's the way that... I was kind of... I'm buying it. it. I'm buying it. Um so she's she is starving and she is talking now she's talking with the pair again and talking about old age and she gets very close to to eating, eating the, pear. the pear. Right. But she doesn't do it. She keeps catching herself and saying, "No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." And and now suddenly Elmo is there. Elmo is outside. Ring the doorbell. She's been having conversations with them all day. Right. Yeah. It's now whatever hours Eight later. o'clock, whatever. Like yeah. So at this point, is this where she's drooling? Uh, uh, I know she wasn't drooling. She was spraying the plants. I thought that that was that was just water. That was just on her chin, though. I thought that was either drool or sweat. Chin sweat. Yeah, she oh. had massive chin sweat. Huh. The food tells her to pretend she's not at home because um they'll certainly want to eat them yeah 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 who knows what he'll eat finally he goes away kind of in a huff and then the phone starts ringing he's calling he's calling from around the corner don't answer don't answer you know don't talk to him she throws the phone and she gets up and she starts spraying the plants okay She's in hysterics. Oh, she's telling the plants, Mama wants to eat, but she can't. Mm-hmm. And then she looks at the apple, and she's like, it's time, apple. You're going down. Your food. You're here for me to eat. This is a trick. And then the banana and the pear shame her again, and, and then she goes, well, is she sewing the pants at some point? I forget where that comes in. I don't know what she was. She was sewing something earlier. I can't remember. She so the needle was, and thread are yeah, out. Yeah, she was. She was sewing her pants. Yeah, it was. It was after the phone call in the morning from uh, from uh, Elmo. Yeah, they do a they do a cut to later in the day where she's sewing, and she can't. She has tried now to get the earpiece and the glasses off. They don't come off. 
the they yeah. don't her her chin is sweating yeah and then she says i I'll, I'll don't worry i'm going to make it so i never well she picked up the banana oh yeah she was going to peel was, the banana was, yeah she was tested right she picks up the um the the banana and <laughs> betsy get in a, in a bit of an argument and i wrote this down because i loved this line so much it's not so time. <laughs> I, there it's was not so time. There were so many times where I was like, "Oh, this is fat guy goes nuts." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he he goes like, "It's not so time," and she grabs him and she's about to peel him, and she actually starts to like bend the the mm-hmm. stem back on the banana, which would have been enough on a real banana to break it. Yes. So. Yeah. And so he's he's screaming, and then hey, yo, oh, that's wait. when that's when she drops the banana, and she's like, "I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I almost killed him. Forgive me." And then yes. it pans to the apple, and the apple just shakes its oh. head. No, it's yeah. great. This that part is worth watching the episode yeah. alone for. <laughs> um, that apple is so disappointed in Betsy, and she goes, "It'll never happen again." And we see her grab the needle and thread. Yes. Now we already know 100% what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it cuts to outside of the house. And um, it's two, Elmo. It's two months later. Elmo and a woman walk up. The landlady. And, yeah, the landlady. And so uh, he talks about how he hasn't heard from He's very worried. And he hasn't heard from her in two months. And the landlady says, well, that's a coincidence because I haven't been paid in two months. Do you really think a landlord would not wait two months? Yeah. Would would not investigate after not getting paid for two months? Mm-hmm. That's no. They you miss one day and they let you know. Yeah. So guess what? She's she's dead. She's dead. She yeah. sewed her mouth shut. She showed her mouth shut. She showed she sh- she, she showed her, her mouth. mouth. She showed her mouth shut. She chowdered. She chowdered. She chowdered showed. She showed her chowder She showed her chowder She deep chop choke She deep chop choke She sewed her mouth shut by the seashore. End. Um, she's dead. She's laying there. The uh, the effects on the mouth sewing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was begging for it to be skulls. I, w- I was like, just let her be bones. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I was hoping that after two months she would have like been thin, like she'd be like emaciated if nothing else. Right, like yeah. a mummy husk. Yeah. Give me a mummy husk. Cause, so she finally got to be thin. Right. But it cost her her life. Right. Also, <laughs> let's think about preposterous this is. Mm-hmm. She sews her mouth shut. Now, either she, A, instantly dies from doing that and then just is staying there, or for a month or so. Yeah. <laughs> just walks around. and Or for eight days until she runs out of water. Yeah. Like, however long it is that, you know, before she died of hi- yeah. dehydration. She was like, oh, well, let me just be in the exact same oh, space. Oh, yeah. She wouldn't be able to drink with her mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Stone shut. Oof. Kind of weak, but it worked. Hey, guys. Yeah. Where did this kit come from? What's this diet company? All right. 
Well, that's the episode. So let's go to the writer's room and try to uncover some mysteries here. Because if it were to be Elmo who had the company and was like, I was just trying to help. Mm-hmm. All right. Still shitty, but I can't help. Th- I can't help thinking that the food is behind this. <laughs> that somehow the food was able to talk people into making this technology mm, to you, save them. You know what? If it went over to the food and the food was laughing, yeah, I would have dug it. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, okay, I can. T- that makes sense. Yeah, but they didn't do that. They didn't. They just had her kill herself. And then you see the delivery man going to another house, and he looks nervous. And then you look over, and there's another banana pointing a gun at him. (laughs) Sit down. Let's talk. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, what would we change about this episode? I kind of think that they really set up a Quitters Incorporated situation. Very yeah. much so, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 And And they... In her getting the calls... Like, she looks at the ad and she gets the phone call. Yes. Okay, that is a mysterious leap that comes from nowhere. nowhere. And There's I don't no think we, we needed it. I think I think she should have signed up for it herself. Yeah. So then she is responsible for what yep. happens with I her. I 100% agree. Because then... Then it takes that piece of mystery out mm-hmm. of it. If the person, if she called and that person was like, "You'll you'll be very happy." Yes, um, we have one hundred percent guarantees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's ever not been successful with this. Mm-hmm. Well, I I can't wait to try it. You know, like that would have been great. Yeah, especially if you know Elmo comes to town. And then Elmo is not interested in her because she's put on weight or something like that. And now mm-hmm. she has a reason that she wants to uh, that she wants to lose this. Right, weight. like if she were, you know, it's love hungry, right? Like if she were to be more painted as, ugh, I mean, this would have been ugly too. I mean, I don't think they could have done this well, but to paint her as more of someone looking for love. Mm-hmm. And blamed her weight as the reason why she wasn't finding it. Well, she was. I mean, I think with the the stuff with the plants that was supposed to show that she was lonely. Very lonely. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is textbook man writing female character. Yeah. <laughs> she thinks the plants are her babies. <laughs> every broad wants a baby. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I guess that. I don't know. I don't know. I think I I think she calls for sure. Mm-hmm. Sets up the whole thing and it happens to her. And then some acknowledge like once she dies. I mean I almost I think I would like it if it was the tables were sort of turned if he was either the shitty boyfriend or the shitty husband who was harping on her about the weight, got this stuff for her, and then put it on himself, and then it ended up killing him, and you know he is listening to this food scream while she is very comfortably just eating and going on, and it ends up killing him. I think I would like that. That would also work. That's, a, that's another turn that it could mm-hmm. take. If it does kill her, 
there's no reason for her to die. Mm-hmm. Like the whole episode is like, well, guys, don't better yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Foods murder, period. So suck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get no moral. I get no anything from this. Yeah, because those were healthy foods too. It's not right. like it was like a bunch of talking candy bars or something. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't I don't know if there's anything really that could It's a little unsatisfying. It's unsatisfying because there's there's nothing wrong with anybody trying to better themselves. Right. It's not like Quitters Incorporated where you've got a habit that you're trying to break. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were trying to do the same thing where it was like, but it was more a punishment for the food than it was a punishment for her. Well, they both had the same fate in the end, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not satisfied. Uh, uh, scale of one to ten screaming enchiladas. Five. Five. Okay, give it six and a half. I oh, nice. The puppets. Yeah. Uh, the puppets were great. Yeah. You know what? Five and a half. Okay. I'll up it five and a All half. Right. Um, congratulations to the winner of this week's Dark Side Guess. They will get themselves a $10 gift certificate to Amazon. Congratulations. Congratulations, Congratulations, Ryan Carpenter, for your guess. You Are What You Eat takes on a new meaning when a man starved for love cooks and consumes the would-be objects of his affection, to the point that he begins to display attributes of his victims, both positive and negative, as his hunger increases. If you want to enter the Dark Side Guess, all you need to be doing is following us on Facebook at facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. Uh, we are also T from the Dark Side on Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter, and T from the Dark Side at gmail.com if you'd like to email us there. If you could do us a big old favor and just tell one person you know about this show. Boy, oh boy, would we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that we're forgetting here? Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. There we go. All right. Yay. Bye, bye guys. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ape Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time. Try to enjoy the daylight.